Uh, hello, I'm Angus O'Loughlin. I'm a radio guy, occasional TV guy, but more importantly for us right now, I'm a wine guy. Not a pompous, deep glass sniffing, try and prove to the waiter I know more about a glass of Pinot than him or her, just a guy who loves to drink it. And I mean all of it. Chardonnays, champagne, Syrah, Shiraz, you name it, I want it in a glass and in my mouth. I can tell you when I like it, but I can't tell you why I like it. Until now. I'm on a mission to find the best $30 bottle of wine in the country, and maybe even the world. But I'm not alone. I've literally bought in the world's best with you and I listening. There is less than 300 master sommeliers in the world, and only seven in Australia. And one of them has signed up to help us find the most affordable booze using his ridiculous talent. Carlos Santos, hello. Hello. How are you, Angus? I'm good, man. I'm so excited to do this. And I should point out, you're not a grey-haired, suit and vest-wearing 60-plus-year-old I expected when I went searching for a master som. Not just yet. Not just yet. How old are you? 33. Obviously an accent. Where are you from? Uh, well, originally Portugal. Yeah, parents are Portuguese. You're a master som, which means you're obsessed with wine. How did you come into grapes? My grandfather makes wine, so uh, you know. I, I guess every every grandpa in back home in you know in Europe makes wine out of some small space, just you know, for the year, and uh, that's where it all started. Like uh, you know, I remember being four or five years old and running behind my brother in the vineyards and throwing him grapes, and my grandfather getting really upset because <laughs> just was wasting grapes. Yeah, and uh, you know, the fun started there. Since then, obviously, to go on to become a master sommelier, you've trained in wine for how long? Again, back to the back to the roots. You know, as we as you grow up um, and you go to school, at some point you got to get some cash, and hmm. hospitality job is easily available, and you can start very early. For instance, I started I was eleven, so hmm. you know, like not drinking wine at that stage, but I was start helping in a restaurant back and forward, and. Um, and the passion, the passion started there. Wine itself only was more um, on my first great restaurant. It was the first Michelin star in Lisbon, in the capital. And as I discovered German Riesling, as I discovered uh, Australian Shiraz, that, mm. that just exploded in me and uh, I needed to learn more. Yeah. So you went to some of the biggest and best fine dining restaurants in London? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Before Australia, I passed by Paris, uh, sometime in Spain. Uh, yeah, always working great wine uh, places. So when you say hospitality, mm -hmm. we're not talking about being a busboy if you're in America or, you know, washing dishes, mm -hmm. dish pig, as we affectionately call it here in Australia. We're talking about your job is to pair wine for clients who come in. They choose the food and then you find a bit more about them and then help pair that with the best wine. Yeah, that's correct. You're absolutely right. Um, we'll hope to make people's money worth at the restaurant, basically. Mm. You know, So I think it's very important to obviously know what you're serving, what you, what bottle of wine you're opening, how is it going to taste like, and understand you know, the, the, the structure of the wine and understand the saltiness, the, the savoriness of the food uh, and the, the richness in order to combine something together. And it's almost like science. You know, mm. it becomes almost science. So it's it called so gastronomy cool. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I feel like people, when they come to a restaurant like this, they have an expectation uh, of, you know, spending, yeah, good money, but having an amazing time. It's almost like going to a show. Yeah. When you go to a show, you will expect that the artist will, you know, will give you the best show you've ever had. Make your 200 bucks worth, right? 
Mm. It's such a great job and obviously a job with such esteem in this space. How confident are you that you can teach a beginner like me or maybe people who are listening who love wine but don't know enough about it and try and fumble our way through, oh, yes, the plums I'm tasting. How <laughs> confident are you that you can not only find us the best, most affordable bottles of booze but also teach us along the way how to appreciate good drops, bad drops, champagnes, Rieslings, everything in between? Yeah, you know, Angus, um, most important of all is uh, the passion of whoever wants to learn, whoever mm. is listening. I think it all starts there. Uh, it started with my passion. It started with everyone's passion. And, you you know, you're a very young guy and you, I feel like, really enjoy wine. Mm. And we have had chats before. And I feel like, yeah, it's going to be very easy for you. you wait. you got to get your master at the end of this I'll be a master at familiar. the end of this session, you know, at no. the end of this, uh, sorry, um, series. Oh, yeah, okay. At the That's end of this probably series. Probably not after an episode. Yeah, right. no, yeah, no yeah. not an episode, no. <laughs> you won't get it. But if I have seen, and I have seen, the Netflix show called Som, mm-hmm. that's the process that you went through to get your sommelier. So we're talking knowing the smell of soil to the smell of spices, but also like you can smell a glass of wine and take it down to a region in the world just by look, smell. And the nose and the palate, very important, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it takes a lot of practice. It takes yeah. a lot of, um, you know, training and tasting and obviously goodwill to, you know. Of course. And of course, it's an investment. But uh, but again, like, you know, as if you put the really hard work, you know, you, if you have five Rieslings in front of you, they all come from different parts of the world, but if you taste it times enough and pay attention enough to it, you, you know where it comes from. But then the problem, the difficult part is that there's not only five Rieslings in the world. And mm. there's way more than that. And there's another hundred varietals that you got to pay attention to. So yeah. that's the hard part is just the amount. But again, with passion and dedication, yeah, it's possible. It's awesome. We might have to uh, have a bit of fun in future episodes and put a, a blank glass in front of you and, <laughs> and, and put you to the test. So what are you hoping to teach us? The next episode, this is sort of an introduction to who we both are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next episode is going to be us opening up the first bottle of, you know, wine, which we've already chosen. We'll tell you what it is at the end of the episode. What are you hoping to teach us on our journey as well to finding that great bottle of affordable wine? Yeah, I will hope that uh, everyone listening um, and, you know, that can access a wine from a structure point of view, say, you know, you look at the wine, the appearance of the wine and what clues does, you know, does the color give you or the appearance of the wine. Um, and then on the nose, what you pick on the nose, whether it's fruit, whether it's florals, whether it's spices, whether there's any oak influence. So, you know, uh, th- those are some structurally wide um, points. And then in the palate, that's where, you know, you really have, I guess, most pleasure of tasting a wine. And, you know, we will try to define acidity, sweetness, alcohol, body, uh, and the tannins of the wine and kind of define them on a scale. So, you know, when you're at home and you try or want to pay a little bit more attention to the bottle that you're drinking and kind of access or assess quality, um, you know, you can do that by, you know, I, I guess... Uh, in the, within the episodes to learn how to do. And yeah. I think it's it will be a cool process to kind of learn how to um, appreciate wine from a very basic point onwards. I Love guess. it.
And how much am I twisting your arm uh, to talk about wines from corner store bottle shops rather than aged bottles of French? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's going to be very, very fun and somehow uh, challenging because, yeah, because as you know, I've been working in fine dining restaurants for the last almost 15 years. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting, but it also is very humbling, I guess, you know, to research for this type of wines and find, I guess, you know, what you want me to do, which is find the best bottle of wine for 30 bucks. So I think it's very challenging. It's very cool. I'm very excited about this. Uh, to get, let you guys know who are listening, each week we're going to open a bottle of wine together. And we mean that with you as well. And us here, Carlos and myself, we're going to share a glass. We're going to listen, learn, ask questions before we leave you guys to enjoy the rest of the bottle with whoever, whatever, or however you want. And the first bottle of wine we have chosen, it is available pretty much everywhere. Jim Barry, Waterville Riesling, 2021. So a ridiculously young fruit, yeah. uh, available basically everywhere for around, we got it for $18. Yeah. If you missed that exact description of the wine, don't worry. We have written in our show notes uh, just below where you click play on this episode. And to make it even easier, you can follow our brand spanking new Instagram. It's at gotsom which is S-O-M-M-E, to double-check the label of the first bottle of wine and to see how handsome Carlos is. <laughs> I mean, the accent's good, but the man himself, woo! <laughs> Next week, we begin our search for the best value bottle of wine and to learn more about wine one sip at a time. Until then, Carlos, cheers. Cheers, Angus. Before this talk on this episode about good quality wine has you wanting to wet the whistle, head to graze.com. What's wetting your whistle? Like a referee? You don't know, do you? No. You never heard of wet the whistle? No. no. Uh, what's whistle the is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the whistle, okay. yeah? Well, what's the equivalent of saying like desperate for a drink in Portuguese? Right. Shayu de Sir. Well, that. We can also attest to the Australia-wide delivery of your wine in one piece and always protected. The bottles that we drink on the episode are most likely bought from Grey's and always arrive on time and in great nick. Buy the wine, drink the wine at Grey's.com. <laughs>